right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, getting ready to spend a weekend with the family in the sun. Uh, it's going to suck, but uh, how's, how's everything by you? Good, good. I'm actually getting ready to do the same thing. Me and uh, me and Amy are going down to Outer Banks in North Carolina uh, like we do every summer. Uh, we, her family gets a beach house there, so we stay with them um, for yeah, when's that usually happening? a week. Um, usually? We're actually leaving tomorrow night. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. So I suppose uh, we should start with, we are recording this on Thursday, June 15th. Is that the correct date? Yeah. So yeah. The, the shooting in Virginia happened yesterday. Jake, you want to open with your thoughts on it? My my thoughts are conflicted and I'm not happy about them, so I'll share them after you go. You go first. Conflicted sounds more interesting than mine. Mine was going to be cliche. Let's go with conflict. See, I... I was against the shooting, but go on, go on, let's hear. Well, <laughs> my, the, the <laughs> conflict is I, I, it's, it's sad that a shooting happened, and, and I don't – see, I feel, I feel guilty. I feel like a horrible person by saying, well, at least – I don't want to say they were shooting the right people, but I am looking at an article right now on the NRA website that last year, the representative that's in the hospital, I don't know if he's in critical condition or not or if he's stable, I can't remember, but Steve Scalise – He's introduced a bill to relax restrictions on interstate firearm sales. This guy's a gun nut. And so I don't really want to, I think it's the Malcolm X line, the chickens come home to roost, but this, it's, and so at least you got to give the Republicans credit uh, for for holding firm because right after the, the shooting, I'm looking at a New York Times article also, I'm clicking between tabs. And the first thing they said is, we need to loosen gun laws so that more people can have guns. So the next time someone opens fire at a baseball game, you know, everybody can open fire then. So then bullets can just be flying everywhere because that's their fucking logic. So my, my conflict is, it's, it's sad that people get shot. It's good that the correct people get shot. But then it's also stupid that those stupid people that kind of deserve to get shot because they're all about guns want more guns because they think more people should be shooting in a panic crisis crisis situation. So that's where my conflict is. It's just fucked up to think that, wow, someone shot me. Let's make it easier for everyone to have guns. But that seems to be the case of what's happening. Well, I think their logic with with loosening the restrictions isn't, isn't just, oh, let's let's have everybody have a gun so bullets are flying all over the stadium. I, I think they're, they're thinking the guy who's motivated enough that he's going to go shoot up a bunch of congressmen and senators, that guy's going to get a gun. I mean, he's going to go to a gun show. He's going to get on, on the black market. I mean, there's there's a lot of guns. It's not... It's it's not as simple as it was in Australia as, oh, most of this land is unlivable and we just got a few key cities by the, by the, by the water and we'll just, you know, we'll get rid of all the guns that way. We have a massive land no, mass that saying, has a ton I'm of not, people throughout it. I'm not it saying and, let's get rid of all the guns. I'm just saying, like, what he pushed for, the, the NRA article, is let's... Let's no registration, uh, make sure that private sellers can sell with no background checks. That's my problem. Oh, don't get me wrong. The, the no, no background checks. Yeah, shit and that's, what, that's um, what this that's guy pushed ridiculous. for is that there, if I, again, and that's, that's my stance is if you want to buy 50 shotguns because that's what makes you feel safe, great. Those should be registered. They should be licensed. You should take a course. Like it, it, I, I know it's an old hack joke, but it's the truth that you have to take, you know, so many hours of 
beauty school before you can be a certified hairstylist, you don't need to take any training to buy a goddamn gun. Because if you get a haircut that's fucked up, oh no, you should sue someone. But if you get shot, well, that's someone's Second Amendment right. So I'm not saying we go after the guns like Australia did, but keep track of them, see who's buying them, and you oh, know, yeah, background absolutely. check those fuckers. Because this guy, I don't know much about him, just the, the cursory report saying that he has a history of, I don't want to say domestic violence, or at least arrested for domestic, he was, you know, interviewed. Uh, I don't have anything pulled up on him, but... You know, he he was an angrier fella that angry white male. I'm just happy it was an angry white male because, again, that way you can say, oh, look, it wasn't a, uh, you know, a minority, a black person that feels upset under Trump. It wasn't a gay person. It was just another angry white male. It's always an angry white male, even since (laughs) what's funny is Trump is the champion of the angry white male. This guy just happened to be on the other side of the fence. Yeah, but that's that's the thing is. Anytime you you shoot a, a, a political opponent, like like somebody in politics you don't agree with, it's 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 good for their cause. It's bad for that guy, but it's good for their cause. Like for the longest time, I've said I would be shocked if we had another president get assassinated in my life. Well, I've never had an assassinate a president get assassinated in my lifetime. Yeah, just but the I'm, attempt. Just Reagan was attempt. But right. That's it. Right. But I, I'd be shocked if we actually had somebody succeed. I'm not saying it's impossible that it'll happen. I'm just saying I don't think it will. Just because if, if you look at the last president to get assassinated, that's John F. Kennedy. There's a reason why we remember him only for what he did for civil rights and not for getting us into Vietnam. And that's because he he became a <laughs> martyr in his Kurt Cobain years and didn't live into his Axl Rose fat orange mutton shop years. Okay? If they would now who do we who do we attach more to Vietnam? Nixon, the guy who got us out of Vietnam. Nixon to Vietnam is what Obama is uh, to Iraq. Johnson, okay? Johnson also gets a lot of the blame for Vietnam. Well, yeah, he oh he definitely increased the troops and he yeah. did it under the I mean he had a a, a while after Kennedy died, where, I mean, anything he was going for before he died got basically bipartisan support. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody all on the right was in favor of everything. It was like 9-11. You just push through the Patriot Act. You just go to war in Iraq. You're like, oh, patriotism, get behind the country and do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. And Kennedy started intervening in uh, Vietnam and so, and and he started uh, pushing for civil rights, and so uh, Johnson came along and was like, "Let's push civil rights farther, and let's push farther into Vietnam." And since Kennedy died young, we will remember him for the civil rights thing and not the Vietnam thing. Even even Johnson, we don't remember as much for Vietnam. I mean, we we do, but not not. I would argue people look back at Vietnam more as a Richard Nixon thing. And not a Johnson Kennedy thing, which was very much a Johnson Kennedy thing. I'm not saying Nixon didn't prolong it more than he should have. I'm, I mean, yeah, he pushed into Cambodia, which he should. I mean, but he did. We we left Vietnam under Richard Nixon, you know, and we're not going to look at it that way because he lived long enough to be disgraced. So we love our martyrs here, our political martyrs. So don't make a political like. If you look at who are the two civil rights leaders in the 60s that people look at the most, it's probably Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. I'm not saying it's it's not because they did great things. They did, but they were martyred. 
I mean, that, that goes a long way. So what I'm saying is don't create a John F. Kennedy or a Martin Luther King on the right. Because if that guy dies or something, then, I, I mean, they're saying he's going to pull through. But if, if he were to die and his last words were, take away background checks, oh, we'll never have another background check on firearms ever again. What you got to do is you got to live to make them disgraced. You know what I'm saying? Don't shoot your political rivals. What you do is you do what Putin did and you get them drunk and you get a video of him getting pissed on by <laughs> Russian hookers, all right? That's what you do to the Republican congressmen who are doing things We're you don't like. We're not that smart. I'm telling you, but that's that's what we need to do. We need more piss videos, and then that way we can hold it over his head and be like, you see, I have piss video. You dance, monkey dance. And then they're like, okay, I'll dance. Just don't show anyone my video. Don't show them well, the dirty PP video. We need more generally- dirty PP videos. When it comes to Republicans, you, you don't have to get them drunk and trick them to do anything. Just keep a close enough eye on them, and you're going to find them with a fucking male, you know, massage masseuse from the back of a trade paper. Right, something. You let them live into they, their they actual rose years. Absolutely. Own. Don't take them out in the Kurt Cobain years when, oh, I'm sure he was going to spend 40 more years producing hit records. Like, no, no, probably <laughs> not. Maybe he might have been the next Keith Richards. I don't know. But uh, chances well, are slim. Chances right. are slim. That I'm going to guess by, based on his, his, his like Yoko Uno of the 90s girlfriend, yeah, probably yeah. things were going to go south for him, which they did very fast. But uh, I mean, like not all at once. If he had done it, he probably would have been, yeah, Yoko Uno'd by his crazy by blonde Courtney makeup Love. smeared Yoko Uno that is Courtney Love. Yes, that probably would have happened. But. He didn't live into those years. He died in the Kurt Cobain years. He died in the John F. Kennedy years. So we're not going to find that out. You got to let you got to let your political rivals live into their ripe old fat orange mutton chops. Axl Rose out of breath, screaming into a microphone with a bunch of other dudes that he calls Guns and Roses. Although the original band's back together, which is cool. But that's not beside really. the point. Izzy's not there. Uh, is he's not there? Adler's not there. No it's shit. just Axel, Duff, and Slash. It's the, it's the triumvirate. You know? uh, it's, it's close enough. I'll take it. Yeah. Take what you can I, get. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what the definition of meta is. Um, I hear people use it like, oh, that's so meta. So I'm not sure if this is, but we are recording a podcast right now, and I want to quickly sidetrack and reference and discuss something I heard on another podcast. Is that meta? I don't know. Um, it's cross I was listening promotion, to the Adam Carolla podcast, and they were talking about Billy Joel playing at Dodger Stadium. And when you're playing in Los Angeles, you always get uh, special surprised guests, surprise guests up on stage, like, oh, new celebrity. So Axel Rose was the surprise guest at Billy Joel. And he sang Highway to Hell. For some reason, they did an ACDC cover. And he sang Big Shot with Billy Joel. You had to be a big shot, didn't you? Pretty sure that's what. So they're talking about this on the Adam Carolla show, just the the regular people and maybe their guest. And it's it's like, uh, how do I put this? Like, so several people are in the living room having a conversation, and then there's a guy in the kitchen. Well, that would be the producer of the show who's really not on mic. He has a microphone, but he doesn't talk that much. And at some point during this conversation of what was Axl Rose doing on stage, blah, 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 they've, they've talked about it for 10 minutes. He pipes up and says, you know, I was there. 
and they all stop. Everybody that's like, really? You were there? We're, we weren't there. We're just discussing the fact that it's talked about that Axl Rose was on stage. You actually saw it. What was it like? And there was this pause, and then the producer just went, or he said, what was Axel like? And there was a pause, and the producer went, fat. <laughs> and that was, you expect, like, after 10 minutes of talking, you expected him to say something like, you know, well, his voice was kind of rusty, or he did a good job, or he did this, or, you know, maybe it wasn't there. And it just, this pause, fat. And that was the only way he described him. That's I think crazy, I laughed man. for 10 minutes because it was so... Not what you expected. We well, yeah, the the thing about that sort of brand of music, I'll say like that genre, that the hair metal genre, yeah. and, and I'll even extend it to the punk rock genre. It, it, it doesn't. Oh, age we've talked well. about this. Yeah, we've talked about this. You you talk about punk rockers in New York that are up there in years and still wearing their fucking dude. I saw and, a guy a few weeks ago. He had the yeah, he had the spiky leather jacket. And a hearing aid. How fucked up is that? <laughs> it doesn't well, look good. To be fair, wait, you didn't say his age, so given you know the, the decibel level of music, he could have been 27 and with a hearing aid because... No, he had, he, I mean, he had gray hair and everything. Like, no, he was I an know, older I'm just guy. fucking with you. I'm, I'm yeah, fucking with you. Yeah, fair enough. It might have been louder. I I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's not... The thing is, is like like hippie music ages better. Like hip, like old yep, hippie we, works. Old we're punk re, rocker. We're retreading old. Where this is, we've we've done this. We've we have this one to the ground. Yeah, so let's enough. let's move on. We we may have beaten this one to the ground, but it's it's in the news again. Um, I want to jump on quickly. I'm looking for his name. I can't find it. Uh, Fred Warmbler. That's the dad. Otto Warmbier. The, the kid that was arrested a year ago or maybe a year and a half ago in North Korea got set free and he's in a coma because he got the shit kicked out of him in prison in North Korea. And uh, everybody's talking about that. But, oh, my God, they mistreated a prisoner. Of course they did. It's North Korea. Did they expect him to come out of there like with a six-pack of abs or like an American prisoner where all they do is fucking have butt sex and work out all day? It's North Korea late hard labor, which brings us back to what I think we've discussed who the fuck is going on vacation to North Korea? Worst timeshares on... ever. Yeah. <laughs> he went on vacation willingly and then was caught trying to steal a propaganda poster, and that's how he ended up, uh, you know, imprisoned. But even even That if is the most dedicated hipster I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> the flags in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, are going to be flying at half-mass if that kid dies. I just... I mean, even if you don't try and steal something, it's North Korea. They could trump up charges and fucking lock you up no matter what. Oh, you looked at a, at a officer sideways. Oh, you sneezed and you, you know, sneezed into your elbow instead of your hand. Oh, you, you used the salad fork instead of the entree fork. That's fucking You're crazy, going man. to prison yeah. if you go to North Korea. I, I, this goes, I didn't mean to tie this into the shooting, but... Did he have any again, friends with him? Like, what, what was he doing there? I... Don't remember that. I, rem- I remember hearing about it at the time. I, maybe he went uh, there. There are, I don't want to say services that will get you into North Korea, but he might have been there with a couple people. It, I Let me see if I can quick Google his well, name. Who what, talks to your friends? At, like, if he's getting drunk and stealing signs, that means, I mean, he's he's clearly there to party or have a, I don't know, to just kind of, he's, he's, he's there for his amusement to a certain level. Like, whose friend is getting drunk next to them? And going, next week is spring break, bro. Let's go to North Korea and fucking rage. <laughs> and whose friend my doesn't talk them out of that shit? Like, it no. makes no sense. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm on his Wikipedia page. He was sentenced to 15 years of hard labor in 2016. So he got out early. He got wow. uh, good, good behavior. He got out after a year, uh, albeit in a coma. But yes, I was right. He was the one. Uh, he, he was trying to steal propaganda. He tried to steal a poster. Um, it does not early life trip. Here we go. Re- oh, he was quick. with his father. Oh, no, his father said his son was traveling. Company offering trips. He tried to do it. I guess he just went on his own. I I guess that's the one, yeah. Real quick, oh, technical this issues is on cool. my end. I got I to gotta plug this computer in before it dies, man. I had to switch computers for the uh, podcast there. But uh, read, read the article to the listeners. I'll be back in like 10 seconds. Okay, it's, it's not that I'll read to it, but it's actually, I wish you could... This is kind of amusing. Uh, the, it's a, <laughs> a travel company that targets stupid people, and the quote is, this is the trip your parents don't want you to take, exclamation point. It's out of China. So you get daredevils that are like, yeah, let's do something living on the edge. Maybe it's an extreme, like, drink a Mountain Dew and... and uh, and go into North Korea. Who, who falls for that? I guess that is what happens when you're, you know, twenty something and stupid. Is you decide North Korea is a good idea. I, I like I like just the the idea that well your your parents don't want you to go there as if <laughs> as if that's the worst thing. Like oh I don't want to let down my parents when I get sentenced to you know three generations in a Serbian prison that they're calling North Korea like. Like that's like that weighs into it at all. Like fuck you, Dad. I'm going to North Korea. I don't give a shit exactly. what you say. It's like who in their twenties still feels that way? Sure, if you're a teenager when you're fifteen, sixteen, fuck you, Dad. I won't listen to you, Mom. Shut up. But you're supposed to grow out of that by your twenties. You know that that's it's your teenage years. That that. It Dude, we are going to get wasted on some cheap soju rice wine, and we're going to watch choreographed dances. Weird, awkward, staged choreographed dances at gunpoint. It's going to be awesome. Woo! And now, of course, Dennis Rodman. The, I, I don't know the timing on this. Dennis Rodman is in North Korea again. Uh, he went on his own a couple of years ago. Now he's sort of a... A loose ambassador for the United States. Trump, I don't want to say sent him, but he's, he's, he said his visit has nothing to do with the White House, but he did give Dear Leader a copy of The Art of the Deal. So he is over there, and the prisoner uh, Otto was released when Rodman arrived. So it seems like Trump and Dear Leader are trying to make buddy-buddy with one another, which... But to be fair, say, Trump is I'm a businessman. Trump is a well, businessman. I think he just looked at the situation. He's like, wait a minute. Who wants to be the ambassador to North Korea? And how much <laughs> How much do I have to pay him to do this? Nothing. He's paying for the Rodman, plane ticket himself. He's insane. He'll go, sure. And wait a minute. What's, what's the downside if this goes awry? We don't have Rodman anymore. <laughs> so it's kind of a win-win. <laughs> All right, Rodman, go. <laughs> You're on it. But I, I do have to admit this. Um... Sending someone insane like Dennis Rodman to deal with someone insane like Dear Leader to strengthen relationships between Dear Leader and someone insane that's an asshole like Trump. You know, I, I never got the the George Bush Jr. method of create. What did he call the 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 enemy nations? What did he call them? The the uh, axis, axis of axis. axis of evil. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. 
that just when you when you threaten and bully people when you say axis of evil then all north korea propaganda television has to do is take that clip play it over and over to their citizens and then the citizens sit there and think you know okay well if america hates us fuck it what do we have to lose sure we're not unhappy sure we're not happy under a dear leader our life sucks um but america hates us and they're told you just don't give him propaganda like that sending an ambassador, even if it is fucking Dennis Rodman, to try and say, look, let's not bomb one another. Not not the worst idea I, in the world. All right, see, that's what I think's going on on the surface. Under the surface, I think I think Rodman is is going over there, and, and I think Trump is sort of unofficially, quietly sending him over there, and Rodman's just sort of sitting down with him and being like, listen, um, uh, Kimmy, can I call you Kimmy? Um, I know that our two countries don't necessarily get along. Uh, you don't like the U.S. The U.S. doesn't like you. Uh, Seth Rogen made fun of you, and we all laughed. It was a good movie. It was a surprisingly good movie. Kimmy, I didn't watch it, all right? I would never watch a movie like that. Uh, didn't watch it. Um, you know me and you are friends, Kimmy. I... Look, can you just give me back the tape of uh, Donald Trump getting pissed on by North Korean hookers? I, he just—he really needs it back. He, he's gonna—I mean, it, it, it could make things a lot easier for both of us if you just give me back the tape. Um, he's sending me to countries one by one to, uh, you know, third world dictatorships to get Wait all of second. his How, videos. I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. How many people have copies of this tape? Is this? Is, are you saying it's getting to be as popular as the Tommy Lee Pam Anderson tape because Russia has a tape, North Korea apparently has the tape now? I'm saying, I'm saying, I think, I think North Korea has a different tape of Donald Trump going there and getting <laughs> wasted on soju and getting pissed on by North Korean hookers. And slowly over the years, we're just gonna like we're, we're gonna be in these weird uh, geopolitical sort of deals or situations with these weird dictators. We're gonna be what? What the fuck are we doing this? And why isn't our president saying anything? Oh, they got a piss video. Son of a bitch, man. They got a video of him getting pissed on or some kind of weird hooker shit. I, I think there's a ton of them. And, and I, I think it's going to cause, uh, I think it's going to damage our foreign policy all around the world, our, our president's uh, hooker videos in those countries. Could happen. All right, I sent you a news article, uh, final topic for the day. You said you didn't have a chance to read it. Well, uh... Austin Jones was arrested on child pornography charges. Now, you are probably thinking, who the fuck is Austin Jones? Yeah, I didn't want to sound stupid, but uh, who That's the fuck is That's what I was Austin thinking Jones? when I read it, when yeah. I read, you know, Austin Jones. It sounds like no an alias. You know what I mean? It sounds like, are you sure it's not a fake name? Are you sure he didn't just I show up fake in the alley because... with a baseball cap and a trench coat? And he was like, oh, uh, it's... what's your last name? Or what, what's your name? Uh, Jones. Oh, Austin Jones. I'm Austin Jones. Can I get, I get, the, can I get the videos now? worse than that it's actually worse than that um if it's a fake name it's one he dreamed up himself because he is a 24 year old internet celebrity and musician he is a youtube star YouTube he star. sings uh popular songs like you know uh, uh, i don't fucking know who's big rihanna drake they come out with a song then he sings the song on his youtube page he has hundreds of thousands if not millions of followers and just singing other people's songs on his YouTube page has provided him with celebrity. He goes on tour. Um, he has, you know, it, it pays him money. He, I, he's got I half hate a remakes. He's got half a million. And so I, what I he did parodies. was, I, what's that? I, I, I hate remakes. I hate parodies. Um, 
Well, this and those, is the those least people are scum, and and this this proves that. Yeah, I mean this 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 literally. Sure, you can have a good voice. I guess he's a singer, as I said. But this takes the least amount of artistic talent and skill possible. Literally taking someone else's song and then you just sing it. And what happened was, is what is uh, of his half a million followers, uh, they would write to him like, oh my God, I love you, Austin, I love you, Austin Jones, I love you. And uh, a couple of 14-year-old girls, I don't know how many of them, maybe even younger, he would send them back like, well, if you really loved me, you'd send me videos of you fingering yourself and, you know, really disgusting things. And so he got busted. So I, I wish all parody artists and uh, YouTube celebrities that do nothing for their fame would get busted like this. I would like to see some of those goddamn gamers that we've talked about that just sit and play fucking video games while people watch them would get brought down because like with the video games, I do not understand the fascination with watching someone that does nothing yeah, become it's, it's, huge it's, it's, and popular. Yeah, it's it's pretty weird, man. Um, yeah, I I, I I I don't really get how that became a thing, really. Although, I, although it is pretty interesting, man. I, I watched some documentaries on 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 Vice. They, I mean, they have um, millionaires. I, I mean, you know, like nineteen-year-old yeah. millionaires. Did we talk about swatting on here? I don't know. Oh man! So um, I was actually listening to one of those on, a, on kids on a podcast, and I, I don't know how old he is. He sounded pretty young, um, but he I, I did mention that he had just recently moved out of his parents' house. So, I mean, he sounded like he's maybe eighteen, nineteen, but he was talking about something called swatting, and what it is is they'll figure out like hackers will figure out where these gamers are doing their live streaming at, and. Uh, They'll they'll call in like fake kidnapping reports. They'll, they'll they'll call the cops and be like, "Yeah, this this house. I uh, I heard a bunch of screaming. Uh, people are being murdered in there." And then a SWAT team will raid the 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 gamers while they're live streaming on the internet to thousands of people or whatever. And <laughs> just completely, one kid got eight years because he swatted something crazy like eighteen people in one day. And this kid was saying that he had been swatted twice. In his parents' house, and was, yeah, yeah, the SWAT team kicked in the door, zip cuffed everybody, put tear gas in the place, and yeah, they'll, they'll. I mean, it happens enough that there's a term for it. It's called swatting. That is hilarious. I, I mean, the fact that that's how serious they are over that. That's that's like imagine comedians doing that. Imagine. You're on stage at a regular gig at an open mic anywhere, and suddenly the bomb squad comes in because a bomb threat has been called in <laughs> yeah. because you know your your rival has an open mic three blocks away and a sick of audiences going to Europe. I mean that. Yeah. <laughs> like oh snap! Looks like somebody bombed so hard on the stage the authorities <laughs> got involved. Oh da 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 da. Oh, that's actually funny. Yeah, no, it's um, it's 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 pretty crazy. That just shows you like computer nerds are much more vicious to their own than they are to other people. Like you'll you'll hear about them doing shitty stuff, like oh they they bullied someone at school and they got sad, or oh they they were mean to some actress and called her fat on Twitter until she closed her account. Not saying those things aren't ho horrible. Not saying that those guys aren't pieces of shit for doing it. But they will literally call in SWAT teams on their own internet nerds because they think it's funny. It's kind of like how, you know, we always talk about Islamic terrorism, 
like they're really bad to us, which they are, you know, the secular world. But they're right, much but they're more vicious to, one to their own. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. much more. The Sunni and Shia fighting is much more extreme and much more um, constant than the than the attacks on the secular world. Same with internet nerds, man. And we, we never really hear about it. Never makes the 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 the, the news. The the nerd on nerd fighting. The Sunni and Shias of 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 the digital world, if you will. No, we, we don't hear be? about that. Would that, that be uh, Star Trek versus the Star Wars or something? No, yeah. actually, Star Wars is too mainstream. It'd probably be something like Star Trek Original versus Star Trek Next Generation. Well, no, it's video nerd. games. The same thing is, um, I, I don't, I don't know why they're doing it to each other. I don't know if if one guy's mad because he's like, "You cheated! You stole one of my lives in the video game, and now I'm gonna have SWAT team come in and point rifles at your whole family and possibly shoot your dog." Right? <laughs> like, I don't know if that's what it is, or they're like, "I don't like this game. It's not what video gaming. It is not what true video gaming is about." It is not why video games were created and they will be swatted. I don't know if it, like, I don't know what the fighting's about. I don't know specifically why Sunni and Shias don't, I know it has something to do with uh, one of them thought that uh, Muhammad's uncle had a bigger dick. Another one thought that Muhammad's nephew had a bigger dick, and they've been fighting about it for uh, centuries. Uh, and I, I this one I know. This one I know. Yeah. Sunni Shia, if I remember correctly. One of them thinks the guy is, can get voted in, and one of them thinks it's like it's got to be a relative of him, right? Something uh, like that? Yes. Well, I don't think about voted in. I think it was an heir to the throne. Yes, it was a blood relative should be the next, or uh, the religious leader of the time. So some like the Pope of the Islamic world should be the next Muhammad and everyone and other people thought it should be the eldest Muhammad's son. Ah, so, yeah, it's, it's either okay. bloodline or religious leader. And that was the, the shift. And I don't know who's who. I don't know who believes bloodline and who believes religious leader. But that is the split there. Well, that's what I think and is going on. I think, of, I think there's a Sunni and Shia conflict of the the online gaming nerds and, and they're swatting each other over it. And we we. The layman's, we the non-nerds, don't really know what they're fighting over. And I, I, I don't think we should get involved. I say, you know, let them swat each other. Let them, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to have them coming after me. You know, I'm not going to have them uh, every now and then they get mad and they're like, hey, if you, if you, if you die fighting a non-nerd, then uh, you get 72 cheerleaders in the afterlife, yeah, or whatever they're into, you know. I do not disagree with you, and I do want to take this opportunity to segue as we sign off. As I informed you, Jake, uh, our last podcast had some hits in both, speaking of Islam, Saudi Arabia, and then uh, we, had, we had some from the Russian Federation. So oh, nice. Thanks if, for listening, If you're guys. out there in Saudi Arabia and the Russian Federation, thanks for listening. Keep uh, listening. Don't know what you, Tell how long you, what you thought you'd hear, but... Uh, you know, hey, uh, shoot shoot us an email, jakevever.com, nathantimble.com, or leave comments on our SoundCloud page. All right, uh, to anyone, thanks for listening, and everyone leave comments on the SoundCloud page and go write something nice about us on iTunes and tell your friends. Share it around. Share these links. When you listen and you giggle, then share it and tell your friends. That's right. right. Oh, before we sign off, though, dude, I got a, I got a, a quick little funny quote from uh, one of the right-wing radio callers. Go for it. All right, so I loved it last week. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try to make this a weekly thing if they keep having me phone screen, man. I'll do like a I'll do like a caller of the week 
uh, oh, awesome. I'll do like a quote of the week. But um, with that being said, I don't know if I'm going to be doing this as much next week because I'm going to be on vacation. So we might have to take a break from the uh, caller of the week. Uh, next when you week. got him, we'll say him. When yeah. you don't, we won't. Yeah. But but anyway, call, caller of the week. So normally on this one, since it's late at night, as I've said, we get a lot of oh, truckers. Hold on one second, one second. Yeah. If this is your first time tuning in, uh, he's screening calls for right wing talk radio. He's a, he's a call screener for right wing call radio. So that's that's who we're talking about, listeners. If this is your first time. This will be a right-wing caller to talk radio. Yes. So one of them called in, and it, it's he wasn't a trucker. Most of them are truckers, especially late at night. Um, this guy was actually a uh, conservative professor at a university. I, I don't remember which university he said it, it was or where it was. And he was talking about how... Um, basically, conservative students, students who identify as Republicans are discriminated against on campus uh, because most of the faculty is very left-leaning, um, as they are at most universities. And so they'll tend to get uh, lower grades for the same work. They tend to get uh, not uh, picked to run, I don't know, clubs or, you know, activities, things that college students do, basically. And he's going on, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, wow, you know, he's kind of on the other side of the aisle from me on most things. But this guy, he sounds way more intelligent than most of our callers. He's like an actual, you know, he's not some angry trucker. Yeah, a lot of them are nice people, but they're, you know, a lot of them aren't the brightest, and they tend to say the same things over and over again. This guy's actually uh, very interested. He's making good points. He's, and then he goes, yeah, they're, they're, the students at, at my university are treated very unfairly. And then without being sarcastic or anything, he goes, yeah. It's just like how the Jews were treated uh, in Nazi Germany. <laughs> like, really? Just like that, huh? Exactly. Just like that, huh? Well, were they... <laughs> first, they, first they gave me a B- minus instead of an A-, minus, and I said nothing. <laughs> That's right. Everybody knows it was the first sign of, of, uh, of, of genocide. Are, are, you, are you fucking kidding me? And it made me realize that's... That's that's what jackasses we sound like because it's normally it's normally people on the left who do the false equivalency of Hitler, which still annoys me when I hear oh, it. Yeah. But now I get yeah. it even more. Like I get how fucking annoying that is we, because especially since Trump's been in, you constantly hear people say, "Oh, Trump, he's just like Hitler, man, just like Hitler." Like really, is he? You saying that this Donald Trump guy? He's 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 creating death camps. He's starting death camp. Really? No, he uh, he said something about. Illegal immigration that I don't agree with, you know, like Hitler. <laughs> like, we're, we're, no, that's not. It's not really what Hitler was known for. It's not in his greatest hits. I mean, you should kind of compare. I'm yeah, not saying he didn't research. say. I'm not saying he didn't make stricter regulations on illegal immigration. I'm sure during some of the speeches, like in between the nice, like in between all that, he probably was like, and if say. if they move here to work, they should have to fill out forms to get visas. Yeah. We make visas. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he mentioned that at some point. Like, he probably made that part of a speech. Like, one of the more uh, boring, it doesn't get on, like, the news highlights or nothing like that at the time. But, yeah, uh, it, it, we, we sound like jackasses when we compare people to uh, Hitler. Well, it's good to know that uh, when you're dealing with someone that has the time to call talk radio to bitch about, you know, their bullshit, that even when they sound reasonable for a while, they're going to expose themselves, you know, by the end. By the end, you're going to get the, oh, yeah, this is why you're making this phone call. Because most people don't call in that are leading good lives 
that have things to do. They're not sitting and calling a radio station to bitch about how angry they are. They're just living their lives. So. Yeah, yeah. Good, good times, man. I, 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 right. like, I like to call screening. Call of the week. All right, kids. Thanks for listening. Later.